segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and we're here with our main man mete what's up man hey yo it's just us two today yeah man at least we can dive right into things we can talk about there was a huge slate both sunday and monday combined martin luther king holiday in the u.s got lots of basketball to jump into then we'll get right into the pickups for fantasy basketball for the week and then we'll just take a look at tuesday slate and preview those games so how does that sound yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll start with Sunday. We'll start with a big blowout, actually. Phoenix Suns taking it to the Detroit Pistons, 135-108. to 108. Devin Booker led the Suns with 30 points. Kate Cunningham at 21 for the Pistons. Then for rebounds, Jay Crowder led the Suns with 11. Isaiah Stewart at 6 for the Pistons. And then getting to assists, Chris Paul led the Suns with 6. And Corey Joseph had 7 for Detroit. Um, I guess just talk about this game. What would you see from both teams? Yeah, it's just a usual win for the Suns, one of the best teams in the league. The Pistons, they've been playing better. I keep saying they're better than their record, and I'm pretty sure they were 15th the last time we recorded, so at least they went up a seed, and they beat the Raptors recently. So, yeah, I think the Pistons are not too bad, and the Suns are really good. So it was just a a usual uh, game for the Suns. Yeah, Suns have been cleaning up in a lot of games. Obviously, first in the West now, they're pretty much just showing why why they're the best team. Uh, Golden State sort of faded a little bit. So, yeah, the Suns, they just took over that number one spot. And they haven't looked back, so they look great. And then, yeah, as for Detroit, they're a rebuilding team. They're going to have games like this. But like you said, they've moved up in the standings a little bit. So hopefully it means their players are playing well. Um, yeah, let's get to the next game. Um, we have the Houston Rockets being the Sacramento Kings, 118 to 112. Uh, we have Kevin Porter Jr. leading the Rockets with 23 points. Buddy Heald with 27 to lead the Kings. Uh, and then you got Christian Wood leading the Rockets with 14 rebounds. Uh, Chimezi Matu with seven for the Kings. And then Kevin Porter Jr., seven assists to lead the Rockets, while Davion Mitchell had seven for the Kings. I guess just taking a look at these two teams, what were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, this result is much more surprising, even though the Kings are a pretty up and down team. I would expect them at home to win this game, but didn't go that way. I feel like the Kings are just going to be big time sellers at the trade deadline when that comes. And yeah, I think that would be for the best going forward for them. Yeah, they just really look like things have taken a downward trend. And the Rockets, I mean, they just took advantage of that. They're one of the lower-seeded teams in the league. And, yeah, a win's a win. Their their main guys played well, Kevin Porter, Christian Wood, and so on. So, yeah, great win there for the Rockets. And then, uh, yeah, just moving on to the next game, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves being the Golden State Warriors, 119-99. to I don't think Steph Curry played in this game. I don't see him on the game. sheets. He probably didn't play. But uh, Jordan Poole led the Warriors with 20 points. Carl Anthony Towns at 26 to lead Minnesota. Kevon Looney, 12 rebounds to lead the Warriors, while KAT added 11 for the Timberwolves. Andrew Wiggins, four assists to lead the Warriors. And D'Angelo Russell had 12 to lead Minnesota. I guess, Mete, what are your thoughts on this upset win? Yeah, this is another surprising result. 
And like you said, no Curry, but they're the second best team in the league for a reason. They've got a lot of depth. So I am still surprised by this. Obviously, Curry makes a huge difference, but I would have expected the Warriors to put up a better fight for this game. Yeah, I definitely agree. I know Clay Thompson is still getting into the swing of things, so his point totals are kind of a little low. No Draymond Green, I think, in this game as well. So I think that was also tough on the Warriors. So, yeah, it's just a scenario where we just got to see them bounce back next game. And then, yeah, good on Minnesota. They played really well. And then getting to the next game for Sunday, we have the Utah Jazz beating the Denver Nuggets, 125-102, to um, leading the Jazz in points with Donovan Mitchell with 31. Nikola Jokic led the Nuggets with 25. <clears throat> then in terms of rebounds, Rudy Gobert, 19 for the Jazz. Then Nikola Jokic at 15 to lead the Suns, or not the Suns, the Nuggets. And then uh, Jokic also added 14 assists. Nice little triple-double there uh, to lead the Nuggets. And then Mike Conley at six assists to lead the Jazz. I, I don't know. Just give me your thoughts on this game. Good win for the Jazz. And I guess what are your thoughts on Denver? Yeah, great win for the Jazz. They are still third, unfortunately. Tough uh, Western Conference. They've been winning quite a bit, but still haven't moved up. And I feel like they're really underrated. Last season, they were getting some coverage due to them being the one seed. But this season, it feels like no one's talking about them. I think their roster is even better than last season. So they're just a couple of seeds below what they were last season. But I think they can make a really deep run this season. And then Denver, I've been saying this, Jokic is pretty much a one-man show here. Did get some decent help this game, but yeah, it's I pretty much the same stance on the Nuggets. I feel like they'll make the playoffs, but I don't know. I can't really imagine them winning a series unless things change. Yeah, the, if they make the playoffs, they're going to have to face one of those top three teams in the West anyways, and I, I don't know how they'd fare in a series against them. Jokic obviously is an MVP candidate the way he's been playing. He should be getting recognized for that um, by the media. And then as for the Jazz, like you said, they just kept it rolling as usual. Uh, we'll move now to the Monday slate. Um, I guess there's a lot of games done, and there's a lot of games still going on as we're recording, so we'll just take a look at the ones that have finished up. We'll start with the Boston Celtics being the New Orleans Pelicans, 104 to 92. Um, taking a look at the stats here, Jason Tatum led the Celtics with 27 points. Jonas Valanciunas had 22 to lead the Pelicans. Valanciunas also had 14 assists to lead the, sorry, 14 rebounds to lead the Pelicans there, while Tatum had eight to lead the Celtics. And then getting to assists, Dennis Schroeder had nine to lead the Celtics. And then Brandon Ingram had six for the Pelicans. Um, I don't know. Give me your thoughts on this game. Uh, good win by Boston. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Pelicans? Yeah, it's a solid win. Uh, the Celtics, they're another team that's super up and down. And I really like the signing of Dennis Schroeder in the offseason. He's been playing great for them. So that was a great move. But yeah, I've been saying this. I kind of sound like a dead rec a broken record. The Celtics, they've got a great team on paper. It's just Right now, they're not really producing at the level most people expect them to. So, yeah, they've got to work hard on changing that. I think they definitely have the talent to do it. They just got to figure out uh, lineups, uh, plays, things like that. 
Pelicans, on the other hand, they've they were off to a tough start. They've been better lately, but yeah, it's like I feel like this season's pretty much a write-off at this point, even though they don't have the worst record, but I don't know. I feel like Zion won't even come back this season as he's had some setbacks. And then I think by the time he's like close to getting cleared, they might be out of playoff contention. So they might rest him, something like that. So, yeah, I think they're just uh, looking forward to next season. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. This team without Zion, they haven't looked the same. And when he does come back, they'll probably just hold him out the rest of the season. And then as for Boston, it's good to see them with a winning record now. I guess they just got to keep improving from there if they want to be a playoff team. But yeah, good win for them here. Getting to the next game, Charlotte Hornets being the New York Knicks 97-87. to 87, uh, Tight, low-scoring game, but still the Hornets win by 10 points. Uh, Miles Bridges, 38 points to lead the Hornets. RJ Barrett, 18 to lead the, the Knicks. Uh, Miles Bridges also adds 12 rebounds to lead the Hornets, while RJ Barrett at 12 to lead the Knicks. Uh, both Terry Rozier and Emmanuel quickly had seven assists to lead their respective teams. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on this game? Good win by the Hornets. Yeah, great win. Hornets for another team that was off to a hot start. They've been pretty good lately. But the thing that's really jumping out at me the most this season is the play of Miles Bridges. I think he's definitely a top two or three uh, candidate for most improved player. He's taken a huge leap this season, having a great uh, career year. And they did this without LaMelo Ball, so makes it even more impressive. He's their best player, their leader for sure. For the Knicks, they were off to a tough start. They are kind of getting back on road, but yeah, uh, I would have expected them to win this game, especially uh them being at home and no LaMelo ball. So it's kind of an unfortunate uh, result for them, but it's only one game. So we'll see how they do going forward. Yeah, I feel like no Kemba Walker, no LaMelo kind of canceled each other out. So I feel like just overall the Hornets were, I guess, the better team. And they have been playing like the better team. I feel like uh, the Knicks, they're now at 500 and then they sort of need to turn things around. So um, yeah, hopefully they can get things together. Um, another Eastern Conference matchup here, the Washington Wizards beating the Philadelphia 76ers 117-98. A huge win here for the Wizards. Um, Montrez Harrell led them with 18 points. Joel Embiid at 32 to lead the 76ers. Uh, and then in terms of rebounds, Kyle Kuzma 16 for the Wizards. And Charlie Brown Jr. had 9 for the Sixers. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie had... Seven assists to lead the Wizards, while Firkin Korkmaz had five to lead Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I think this is a pretty big upset, in my opinion. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely an upset. Uh, Wizards are another team that were off to a great start, but they haven't playing that well lately. But the play of Kyle Kuzma has been great. He's been stuffing the stashy almost every night for the past couple weeks at least so yeah great job by him he's a player who was going through a lot of slander during his time with the lakers so it's great to see him play well and the wizards brought back some familiar faces they got thomas bryant back from injury ru hachimura came back 
a couple of games ago. So yeah, they're they've got good talent, I think. They've got depth. So I think if they can get into the playoffs, they'd be a dangerous low seed to play. And for the Sixers, they're kind of playing better lately too. They were off to a tough start. But for this game, they get blown out. And yeah, I feel like they're another team that's they're they're kind of low in the standings, but if they make the playoffs, they're a dangerous uh, low seed to play. Yeah, I definitely agree. I guess if these two teams are both healthy, they're both playoff level teams. Um, I guess with Philly, the main question is, I guess, the status of Ben Simmons, whether there's going to be a trade or not. And then for Washington, I guess it's the health of Bradley Beal. He's always in and out of the lineup. So yeah, two solid teams, but a lot of question marks surrounding them. So hopefully they can get things uh, both figured out. Uh, moving to the next game, I think this is another upset here as well. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Brooklyn Nets 114-107. to 107. Um, Darius Garland leading the Cavaliers with 22 points. Kyrie Irving 27 to lead Brooklyn. Uh, Jared Allen had 10 rebounds to lead the Cavs while Kyrie Irving had 7. And then Darius Garland 12 assists to lead the Cavs while James Harden had 10 to lead Brooklyn. Uh, let me just get your thoughts on this upset. Great win by Cleveland. Yeah, I don't know how Cleveland keeps doing this. They're up to the fourth seed now in the Eastern Conference. Very impressive. They lost Sexton. They lost Ricky Rubio, who was probably having a career year or his second best season, as I think last year he had a pretty good season too. But yeah, that's two huge players for them. They lost, and they're still playing great. So yeah, props to the Cavs for sure. I like the Rondo pickup, even though he wasn't playing this game and he's out for a while, but I think he'll really help them out. And for the Nets, I mean, yeah, they didn't have Durant, but still, I, I, I would fully expect them to win this game. They also were without Nicholas, Nicholas Claxton, though, and he's been playing great lately. And the Cavaliers, they've got a big lineup, so I feel like that definitely had a factor. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Um, Brooklyn, they probably have one of the best backcourts in the league with Kyrie and James Harden. Um, I guess maybe the size might have been tough on on this team uh, when you go against the Cavs, but I think you'd expect, you know, them to, you know, be able to pull out the victory. But yeah, good on Cleveland here. Really solid win. Uh, getting to the next game, Memphis Grizzlies beating the Chicago Bulls 119 to 106. Great win for the Grizzlies. They just keep it rolling. Uh, Desmond Bain led the Grizzlies with 25 points. DeMar DeRozan had 24 to lead the Bulls. Steven Adams, 10 rebounds for the Grizzlies. And then Ayo Desunmu had 10 for the Bulls. Um, He also added six assists to lead Chicago as well, while Tyus Jones had eight to lead uh, the Grizzlies. Um, Let me just get your thoughts on this huge win by Memphis over Chicago. Yeah, Memphis... They keep surprising me, even though, I don't know, at this point, I shouldn't be surprised. They're playing amazing. And they recently beat the Warriors, Bulls, another top team. Yeah, they're they're looking really good this season. Jaron Jackson Jr., I think he's got 25 blocks over the last six games. So it's been a block machine. That's great for the Grizzlies. For the Bulls, they've kind of... Uh, been in a tough place lately. I think they're losing more games than they usually have. 
over the last couple of weeks. And the loss of Zach Levine definitely doesn't help that. Yeah, I mean, even Lonzo Ball wasn't active in this game. So you got two of your starters out um, against a Grizzlies team that's pretty much hot. They've been beating big teams. So, uh, yeah, it was tough for Chicago. Hopefully they can bounce back next game. And as for the Grizzlies, I mean, it's not just a big three in the West. It looks like it's a big four because they've really cemented themselves as the fourth seed. So good on them. And then moving on to the next game, uh, we have the LA Clippers being the Indiana Pacers. 139 to 133 so very high scoring game here um good win for the clippers overall uh nick batum led the clippers with 32 points really solid karis levert 26 points to lead the pacers marcus morris eight rebounds to lead the clippers while demantis sabonis had 11 to lead the pacers sabonis added tennis sorry sabonis added seven assists to lead the pacers while amir coffee had seven for the clippers um, Mete, let me get your thoughts on this win for the Clippers. Uh, really clutch win. Yeah, clutch win. Super impressive as well. I wouldn't look at the Pacers record and be like, oh, this is much expected as I like the Pacers roster. So, yeah, I think it's a good win in that sense. And like you said, Batum, 32 points. You don't see that every day from him. <laughs> that might have been a career high for him. I'm not sure, but Great, great game, great game from him nonetheless. Marcus Morris seems like he's been the go-to guy without Paul George, and he had a pretty good game too. So, yeah, the Clippers. I mean, if they don't get Paul George back, there are reports that he could be done for the year. If they make the playoffs without him, that would be super impressive. But for the Pacers. This is another team I'm expecting to be big-time sellers at the trade deadline as, like I said, they've got good talent, but it just doesn't seem to be working this season. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the definition of this Pacers team this year. Great talent, just haven't put it together. I mean, even Justin Holiday has been solid for them this whole season, and just for some reason, they haven't been able to get things together. Clippers are still holding on, even with all the injuries. Hopefully, they can still get into the playoffs because – they can somehow get healthy. They'll be a solid team when they get there. Uh, we'll get to another final game here. The Atlanta Hawks being the Milwaukee Bucks, 121 to 114. Uh, we'll get to the stats here. Trey Young led the Hawks with 30 points. Chris Middleton led the Bucks with 34. Uh, John Collins, 12 rebounds to lead the Hawks, while Bobby Portis at 13 to lead the Bucks. Yanis Antetokounmpo, six assists to lead the Bucks, while Trey Young had 11 for the Hawks. Um, I guess, give me your thoughts on this game. I think it's an upset win by the Hawks. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a definitely an upset win, even though the Hawks were at home. I think they've lost, or prior to this game, they lost 10 games in a row at home. So this was a big one for them. Uh, yeah, this is a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals. And that win probably made the fans really happy as I'm sure they haven't forgot that series. And yeah, Trey Young, he did his thing. This is another team. They've got great talent, and I'm not sure what's going wrong. They've got basically the same team, same coach from last season, and they're down to the 12th seed. So Atlanta's got to fix things really quickly. And a couple episodes ago, I was talking about Cam Reddish and how they should trade people to open up uh, playing time for him they did the opposite they trade 
reddish and yeah i'm kind of disappointed in that decision but we'll see how things go for the hawks for the bucks i mean they've been solid and it is a tough loss but it happens like this hawks team they have a rough record but like i said they made the eastern conference finals last season it's a road game so yeah i wouldn't take this too hard if i was a bucks fan yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think Drew Holiday played as well. So um, that could be another reason why they weren't able to get things done. But yeah, good on the Hawks. A solid win. Hopefully they can turn things around. Um, another final game here. Portland Trailblazers beating the Orlando Magic 98-88. to A good win here for the Blazers. Um, Yusuf Nurkic led them with 21 points. Franz Wagner led the Magic with 14. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, 22 rebounds to lead. Uh, to lead Portland in this game. Uh, Cole Anthony had nine to lead the Magic. Um, Anthony Simons had seven assists to lead Portland. While Cole Anthony led the Magic with six. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on this Blazers win? Uh, I think it's pretty solid, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a good win for sure. Magic have a tough record, but I like the talent they've got. And yeah, they've lost a lot of games, but most games we covered, they seem to keep it close, so they play hard every night. And speaking of uh, sellers at the trade deadline, I feel like the Blazers could be another seller. They've got great talent, but again, it's not working out. And yeah, I feel like maybe Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, one of those two could be moved as Anthony Simons. He's taken over as a starting point guard of this team he's looking great and yeah I, I don't see why they wouldn't uh trade one of the two that i just named mccullum or lillard and allow simons to develop as he's been playing great even nasir little he's showing great flashes so yeah there's some good young talent here i wouldn't really blame them if they went into a rebuild for the magic like I said, they've got a tough record, but they play hard every night. So I think next season they'll show uh, great improvements. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think that Portland, while they're still in like that play-in spot, they might not start selling yet. But yeah, if the record keeps dropping, I think there's a good chance they could be selling off a lot of players. And then, yeah, for the Magic, obviously looking to next year. They're building a solid foundation and just waiting for them to develop. So good on them. I think the rest of the games are still finishing up as we speak. It uh, looks like the Heat are leading the Raptors in the fourth quarter. Um, Dallas is up on OKC at halftime. Uh, the Suns are up on the Spurs at halftime as well. And it looks like the Jazz and Lakers are just tipping off. They are just getting underway. So we won't be covering those games for the recap. So let's just move right into the fantasy basketball pickups for the week. Uh, Mette, I'll start with you. Who do you have at guard pickup for the week? Right, for guard, we just talked about him. Uh, I've got Ayo Dosumu from the Chicago Bulls. 11% rostered, and he's only point guard eligible in Yahoo League. So, yeah, he should be available in a lot of the leagues. Like I said, Zach Levine went down. Looks like Dosumu has been called upon for the starting five and last two games 
put up 21, 4, 10. And then the most recent game we just talked about, 15, 10, 6. And he had five blocks, two, five steals, two blocks. I mean, yeah, he's got a great opportunity right now. Like you said, Lonzo's out too. Alex Caruso, I think he's out for some time. He's uh, got an opportunity to play a lot of minutes and last two games he's put up great numbers. So I think he's definitely worth a look. All right. And I guess for my guard pickup for the week, I have Cam Thomas shooting guard for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I think he's a must pickup uh, for deep leagues or in shallow leagues. If you have Kyrie Irving on your roster, um, I feel like he's the perfect handcuff for him because Kyrie can't play home games. So it looks like Cam Thomas is sort of taking that minutes load when Kyrie, uh, when Kyrie's out of the lineup um, <clears throat> in those games, he's dropping like what, 20 points a night. I think the last two games Kyrie didn't play, he dropped 20 points a night. Um, yeah. And if, if he gets the minutes, he's going to score points. Mostly scoring is what he's going to give you. Um, I think in his last three games, he also had a steal in every game as well. So I guess decent stats there, but yeah, you're mostly going to be getting scoring from him. So definitely a deep league guy and definitely a good handcuff player uh, if you own Kyrie Irving, like I mentioned. And then, yeah, let's move to forwards now, Mete. Who's your forward pickup for the week? Forward, I went with Amir Coffey of the LA Clippers. He's sitting at 33% rostered and he's only small forward eligible. So might be kind of hard to find him in your waiver wire, but we were speaking about how Paul George is out. So he's been called upon in the starting five lineup and last two games, 16, three, seven, one steal, one block, 25, one, one steal, one block. I mean, there are some injuries to key guys there. And I wouldn't say they have like a a definitive number one option. I feel like Marcus Morris is that guy, but yeah, he's got a lot of shot opportunities, I think. So, and minute opportunities looks like a great pickup to me. Yeah, I guess for forwards, I'm just going to keep it on the same team. I'll go with Nick Batum from the LA Clippers. Uh, we talked about his 32 point game. Um, he dropped seven three-pointers. So as a as a forward, that's really impressive. You don't you normally get that kind of production at three from forwards. Um, I think in his last three games, he's only missed one free throw as well. So he's just really solid at the nitty-gritty stats. Um, he puts up, I think he averaged like, what, five rebounds in his past three games. Um, he had four assists over that span. Uh, he had a steal in every game. He had five blocks over his past three games. So he's just getting... Um, crazy category coverage. If you play in a categories league, he's a must own at this point. And he's only 15% rostered. So he's available in the majority of leagues. So definitely go take a look at Nick Batum. He plays both forward spots and he's really solid. Um, I'll move to centers now, Mete. Uh, who's your pickup for the week? For center, I've got Precious Achua of the Toronto Raptors. 14% rostered and he's a small forward, power forward and center eligible. So that's amazing. And yeah, Ken Birch, unfortunately, went down lately. Uh, Precious Achua, he's been recalled into the starting lineup and last two games, he's been great. 14 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, one steal, three blocks. And then for the game going on right now, it's not even over yet. He's got four points, 10 rebounds, a steal on a block. So 
puts up great defensive numbers. He grabs a lot of rebounds. He even attempts threes. He won't make them every night, but he can help you up by giving you a few in a week. Uh, yeah, I think he's a great pickup right now as he's back in the starting five. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Chu has been solid for most of the year while he's played, so definitely go take a look at him. Um, I have Trey Lyles from the Detroit Pistons. I believe he's both power forward and center eligible. He's under 30% rostered. He's been pretty solid over his past few game stretch. Um, he's posted um, one double-double in his last five games, but a lot of double-digit point games. Um, he's added quite a few rebounds and quite a few assists. Uh, he gets both steals and uh, blocks. And, I mean, his percentages, they're not going to hurt you. So I guess if you're really stuck at center um, or power forward and you need a guy um, that's going to get minutes, um, I think over his past uh, five games, he's averaged at least 20 minutes. So, um, yeah, he, he's getting on the court um, for a Detroit team that just doesn't really have a lot of scorers and guys who can get rebounds. So, um, yeah, he's doing a lot of that, and he's been pretty solid. So definitely go pick up Trey Lyles. And, yeah, that's going to be the end of the fantasy basketball pickups for the week. So let's just move right into the Tuesday slate. Uh, we'll take a look at, um, I believe it's only two games, actually. So we have a pretty small slate here. Let's just break it down. Um, first game is Minnesota Timberwolves at the New York Knicks. Um, I believe the Timberwolves are favored by one. As we speak, I guess, uh, which side do you like here? Yeah, the Knicks, I'm checking right now. They played tonight, and the Timberwolves were off. So it's a really low spread, and the Knicks are home. But I think I'll go with the Timberwolves. I like what I see from them this season. And, yeah, the rest, I think, will really help them out. I think they can cover by one. Yeah, I think while the spread's only at one, you definitely want to jump on it if you like the Wolves, because I feel like that spread could move as we get closer to tip-off. Um, the next game, uh, there's no spread out for it yet. It's the Detroit Pistons at the Golden State Warriors. Um, I think it's pretty safe to assume the Warriors will win. I guess maybe if the spread's around 10, I guess, uh, which side would you take? So they both were off Monday. They're going to be rested. And the Warriors are home. But I'm not sure if Curry is playing. If he's in, I think they can cover that by 10. But if he's not, I honestly might go with the Pistons. Yeah, I think double-check the spread as players are ruled in or out. Uh, you definitely want to uh, check the spread because it could um, go one way or another uh, heading into tip-off. I, I guess that's probably why uh, there isn't an opening spread as we speak. Um, just because uh, we don't know uh, which players are in, which players are out. So, yeah, I think I generally generally would lean with the Warriors. If they have a full lineup, I believe, like, anything under 15, they should be able to cover. I think if it gets over 15, maybe I'd consider taking a flyer on the Pistons. But, um, yeah, Golden State, when they're healthy, they're a machine. Uh, we've seen that all year. They even have Clay Thompson back into the rotation. So, yeah, um, I definitely like Golden State there. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We've covered uh, quite a lot of games. I think we've uh, gone through everything. So I guess any final thoughts from you, Mete? Yeah, sadly, the lockdown Raptors buff was broken as during the week, they finally lost to the Phoenix Suns. 
their first loss during the zero fans allowed and it was pretty funny on a free throw the raptor mascot he was trying to distract Devin Booker and Booker got the ref to move him so yeah he's usually getting distracted by thousands of people he couldn't just handle one mascot I found that pretty funny and on the other side yeah in the west I mean I keep talking about the Grizzlies but they're playing great they lost their winning streak recently but yeah they're looking like a legit team yeah I definitely agree I I feel like that the Raptors they have been solid at home I feel like you know one game against Phoenix uh it's not it doesn't really determine anything because Phoenix is a good team after all it was funny that when the Suns went to play the Pacers that someone dressed up as a dinosaur there so it was that was pretty funny I, I got a good laugh out of that um yeah I guess uh I like the way the Celtics have been looking lately. It looks like that they're making a turnaround. Um, Definitely one of the teams I follow. So definitely great to see them turning things around and hopefully they can get things going. Cause like you said, Mete, they have a solid team, solid roster. They just haven't been able to put things together. So I guess they're one of those teams that once they get things together, they have the high end players to be able to contend uh, in the playoffs. So definitely like what I've seen out of Tatum and Brown so far and yeah, hopefully they can get things together. And yeah, that's going to be the end of this big time basketball episode. Just make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Fan Fan Podcast. I will post picks for all these games. I'm posting picks for the NFL playoffs and the NHL as well. So definitely go check that out. And then as for this episode, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave comments, reviews, all that good stuff. And yeah, um, small slate tomorrow, but a lot of uh, great games uh, on Monday uh, for MLK Day. So a lot of good basketball action there. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.